0: Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting, (laughs) the station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success presents When They Hear Us, an author's movement, a show that provides authors a platform to share their voice with the world. When They Hear Us, with Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, begins now.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to When They Hear Us. I am excited that we have some special guests on here today. They wrote along with myself, Becoming the Shiro. And this book has been well anticipated for months now, but we are here, excited, and I want to share with the world these fabulous women who co-authored the book with me, Becoming the Shiro. And we're going to start with the visionary, Dr. Anissa Shorts.
0: Hey, Dr. Tracy, thank you so much again for the opportunity to be a part of this um, exciting venture. When they hear us, we appreciate not only you being a part of this becoming the Shiro clan, but also having this platform for which all of us can share and um, share our stories. So, yes, I am the visionary. Woke up early in the morning. The, The title of the book was given to me and I wrote it down. And my whole objective was to um, provide a series of stories to for a a conglomerate of women from all walks of life from various backgrounds to be able to share a nugget or two on what it is to be a shero from various vantage points now I did not give them um, specific instructions on what they should write however I did share the vision I wanted this book to be a source of inspiration for all readers all women from all walks of life can relate, I believe, with each and every one of the stories and that's what that was, that was the ultimate the ultimate goal is for it to be a source of inspiration, a source of encouragement, and maybe even a source of direction or education for those who come bef- behind us. So yes, um, they, we all got together. The common denominator with all the women that are involved is that they all knew me and obviously trust me and guess what they're still around despite all of the loops and hurdles that we've had to face. In the process of getting this book done, but I'm excited about it finally coming to fruition and everybody getting their copies and being able to share it with their circles of influence. The book became a number one best Amazon number one bestseller, which took the whole experience to another level. Not that I doubted that it would, but um, it, it came together really well, and so each and every person um shared their piece of the puzzle, and together, I believe we created a beautiful tapestry.
1: Yes, Dr. Short, I agree with you. These are some wonderful ladies. And if you don't know them, you are going to get to know them and find out, you know, more information about them and how to get in touch with them. So let's hear from Ms. Anita Blue.
2: Hello, Dr. Tracy Lashley, and thank you for having me on. Um, My name is Anita. I am a native of Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I'm excited to be a part of this project. Um, the title of my chapter is called First Fruits. And um, I titled it that because whenever we all get our paychecks, we you know think where's the what's the first thing that we need to do. And um, you know, people have their different concepts. They um, give tithes and offering first, they um, you know pay bills and, and so forth and so on. And I thought of um, the people in our lives who um, Sowed into us and gave us that um, seed or that encouraging word for us to start our own business or for us to start um, a new venture in our lives. And um, I, I think it's very important for us to give back even to those individuals um, because they, um, for however, however they encouraged you, whether it was. a a word or something that you read or um um a hug or or whatever it was that that helped you to realize i can do this um i can i can um come into these uncharted waters and come into this unknown even you know not knowing what's going to happen and um as we evolve into our businesses and ventures and we become, you know, successful and start getting some footing um, and some confidence. I think it's very important to give back to those people who were um, the ones who let us know, you can do this. I'll help you. I'll help you get started. And um, it's so valuable to have people like that in your lives, in your lives who see you beyond where you see yourself and, um, pouring back into those people, uh, monetarily, I think it's, it's very important to do because, you know, who knows their, their encouraging word could have been the seed to your success today. So, um, I think it's very important to let those people know how valuable they were to you when you were starting off. And um, the word shero to me, um, I think is being a hero more to yourself. Um, Whenever you accomplish something and you just didn't really know how it was gonna work out or it was very hard for you in the beginning or you just, you know, you had all of these question marks but you went forward anyway. You, um, you stood your ground, you set your goals, you um, rallied yourself around the right people and you went for it anyway. You may have failed, you may have fallen on your face, you may have, you may have gotten misunderstood, but nevertheless, you brushed your knees off, you got back up and you kept moving forward. And I think that um, a Shiro is someone who is their own personal hero, who didn't throw in the towel because it was hard, but who kept moving forward despite the um, the opposition. And whenever you are, um, whenever you accomplish something, you remember, you know, that that obstacle, that barrel that you had to to um, jump over, and You made it, you know, you're, you're on the other side of it and you are your own hero. And, um, in that, I think you're a hero to so many other people. So that's my chapter.
0: That was great, Anita. Thanks so much for that insight. Let's go to Dr. Belinda. Dr. B, tell us, tell everybody who you are, where you're from, what do you think a Shiro is, and a little bit about just a a peek into your chapter.
3: Thank you so much, Anissa, and thank you, Dr. Tracy, for having us on. So I'm Belinda Wilkerson. I am living in North Carolina by way of Rhode Island. The name of my chapter is Finding Myself. And that came about because when I moved from Rhode Island to North Carolina a little over 10 years ago, I really had to start all over again. And when we think about um, how women make friends, how women find their places in the community, we often go through, especially those of us that have children, it's usually through our children's school or through our work or some other community event. When I moved here, the only people that I knew were my um, husband's family members. I did not have employment. And that was the first time since I had been 13 years old (laughs) that I had been unemployed. I applied for a variety of positions here in North Carolina working at um, a college either as a career advisor or academic advisor, some work that I had done previously in Rhode Island and was unsuccessful and, and really didn't know what to do with that. So in writing this chapter, it really made me sit back and reflect on those past 10 years at the time that um, uh, Dr. Anissa asked us about participating as one of the co-authors in this book. I had just reached, I was, it was, I was reaching my 10th anniversary here in North Carolina so it gave me an opportunity to reflect on the changes that I had to make in my life, the different pivots I had to make and learning how to work for myself. And in, in thinking about what it means to become a shero, I think about my, my mother, my late mother and my late grandmother and what they had to do in order to make their lives work and in order to take care of their families. So for me, being a shero was just building upon the lessons that they taught me throughout life and the other women that poured into me um, as I grew up and as I became an adult. And also just, just learning how to pivot and to know that what I needed, I already had inside of me. I just had to tap into it. So that's my story, short and sweet.
0: I'm not sure you guys Hey, um, dr. Belinda that was good can you guys hear me I think we were having some systems issues I apologize for the delay that was great Belinda of course this is anissa again the coordinator I'm just kind of jumping in so let's do this let's let's make a shift outside of the state of North Carolina how about we go to Kansas with dr. Michelle van She, you know I said earlier that we have women from all walks of life and, and literally the participants in this project are from the West Coast to the Virgin Islands. So, Dr. Michelle, jump right in. Tell us a little bit about you. What do? You, how do you define shiro? And a sneak peek into your chapter as well.
4: Thank you, thank you, thank you, Dr. Short, and thank you, Dr. Lashley, for uh, this opportunity. So, I would tell you that I I think of a shiro, and when when Anissa first brought this to us, um, I immediately began to think about my grandmother. I immediately began to think about how. Um, I she was one of those women who was um, eclectic, if you will. She uh, she could take us out and she could take us hunting, but she could also um, take us to the garden. And just like that, she could throw in a fur and a Saint John, and she could take us to church. And so it, when I think about a, a shiro, when I think about the women who, um, and Dr. Short in the book allowed us to kind of give. Um, homage to those women and honor to women that we believe were sheroes in our life so one was my grandmother and the other was my auntie mom who raised me and who chose to uh, be that person who was in my life don't get me wrong my mom was was there Um, but she my aunt chose to be my mom and she chose to uh, do the things that needed that i needed to uh, allow my life to be pushed forward. And so my particular chapter is called "Open Door," and in that, I talk about the the open doors that have been for me, the opportunities that I have had, simply because I was able to uh, to see and to have uh, women in my life who opened doors for me at just the right time. I believe that God ordains, preordains things to happen. We don't always understand them. We don't always like them. We don't always like the way they they transpire. But because they happen the way they happen, we are able to pivot. We're able to move. We are able as entrepreneurs to be able to move and to flex and to, and to um, move into the, the places that God would have us to be. And so because of that, I wanted to share the, the opportunity with, with other women that when there are doors, when there are opportunities that are open, seize those even though they may not feel right, even though you may not understand them, seize them in the moment so that you can then be at the place that God would have you for what he has you to be used for. And so that's kind of my chapter in my Shiro story.
0: Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it. Or should I say Dr. Van? Let me interject this. I want to add this um, to those who might be listening. One of the beautiful things I loved about Um, having everybody bring their piece of the pie, as I as I could call it, to this story or to this book, is because after everyone, um, had completed their chapters, after the dust had settled, I had an opportunity to go through, and read each and every chapter. And one of my biggest um, concerns, one of my concerns, I should say, in allowing people to do their own thing, is the question I would ask myself is how is it all going to come together? How how will it all how would it how would it flow will it flow like you know like a book would flow would it sound choppy or would it read choppy like a bunch of um separate parts that did not happen thankfully I was able to read each and every person's chapter and I saw where there was a resonating theme two or three chapters would fall into this category two or three chapters would fall into that category and so for those who might be listening and planning to secure their book what I want you to know is this, in the in this storyline in this compilation you're going to find out that shiros are women who are committed and there're going to be two or three chapters that's going to emphasize what commitment looks like or paint the story of what commitment looks like you're going to find that shiros thrive in their own lane and you're going to have two or three stories that reinforce that philosophy as well then you're going to see that a shiro is a woman who will embrace a pivot and you know, COVID nineteen has brought about a whole lot of pivots in a whole lot of people's lives. And so, yes, we as as sheroes, we as women, know how to uh, make a shift. We know how to bob and weave. We know how to make an about face when necessary. Sheroes embrace the pivot. They may not always like to have. They may not la- like having to pivot. They may not always. Um, they may not always be excited about having to do so, but they do it. And then, last but certainly not least, you're going to realize that. Shiro's think differently. Shiro's think differently. So with that said, I want to um allow opportunity for Ebony Walker. We're going back to North Carolina now, and then immediately after her will be Sherry, Sherry Hall out of the state of Tennessee. They're going to share with you of course a little bit about them, what they believe to be a Shiro and give you a peek into their chapters as well. Hello Oh, and thank you,
5: Dr. Anissa, for that welcome. And definitely thank you to Dr. Tracy just for this opportunity. So I am Ebony Walker. I am in Fayetteville, North Carolina, as stated, wife, mom, pastor, entrepreneur, author. But beyond that, I am so grateful to be a woman. And I know not many people will make that statement, but I think most women on this line, especially on this call tonight, will definitely say that they are excited just about being women, but even more so, not just women, but just excited about being considered a shiro. And it's amazing because I never considered myself to be such, and I think I can speak for us all when we say we never look at ourselves as being a shiro, but when someone else can recognize who we are, what we do, to us, it's just I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. So what she wrote is someone who just in their mind, they're doing the things that a woman has to do, whether it's, you know, being a mother, being a wife, being a caregiver, being a teacher, being an encourager. I'm just doing what I'm quote unquote supposed to be doing according to whatever's going on in life not recognizing that oftentimes we are impacting people that we weren't necessarily trying to impact so what she wrote is one that will definitely do their job whatever their job entails at the moment and they will leave a trail of i guess you could say witnesses if you will that can definitely say hey this person you know she did this for me and we don't even do it for accolades. We don't do it, you know, so somebody can come back and say, oh, well, Dr. So-and-so did this for me. We just do what we have to do to get the job done. So I believe that's what a shiro is. Somebody, they, they, they're, they're very much admired, you know, people think that they're strong, but within themselves, they do what is necessary to get the job done, whatever the job is. So... For myself, my chapter is called Not Now, Not Like This. And it's amazing, even in just being a wife, being a mom, how we can do things. We can go about our day-to-day routine and we can honestly feel like everything that we're doing is good and we're doing our best and we're striving and we're pushing. But what I've come to realize is that there are times when we're doing a good thing, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a God thing. And within my chapter, not now, not like this, it will basically show you how even when I thought I was doing a good thing because I was being disobedient, I ended up setting myself back and I had to look at how my disobedience set me back and could have potentially killed the purpose that is over my life. And it's amazing, you know, I, I I give a story about how I was working a particular job and some things happened with that job. And although I had gotten the unction to quit the job, I, I, I really messed up. But I'm so grateful that although that quote unquote mistake that I made years ago, that even it may have taken a little while for me to come back around. But I'm grateful that God still allowed me to become. He still allowed me to operate. He still allowed me to recognize what was on the inside of me so that I could actually be the woman that I was called and created to be and impact the lives that I was called and created to impact. So it's people all around that I feel are so much greater than I, but within this chapter, I'm able to share a very valuable lesson that I know has been a blessing to other people. And sometimes it can be painful to be a shero. (laughs) Sometimes it can be painful to be obedient. Sometimes it can be painful just to become or to, to manifest into who you're called to be but i'm a firm believer and i say it all the time of romans 8 28 it's my favorite scripture and we know that all things work and i'm just going to stop right there so i had to recognize that all things were working but i had to let those things work and me becoming a shiro was in that one simple act of allowing the things to work for my good that were created to work for my good so i just pray that whomever gets this book listen you will not be disappointed Get one for your mom, your auntie, your sister, your cousin, your niece, your co-worker, your next door neighbor. Hey, even get one for your enemy because everybody will be blessed by someone's story, by multiple stories within this book. So I am excited and I'm just ready to see how many more lives we can impact with becoming the Shiro, because there is a Shiro in each and every woman that is out there
6: my 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 when i tell you i'm so happy to be a part of this great cloud of witnesses these great women my name is sherry hall also known as sherry's world out of the great state of tennessee uh, originally from memphis but uh the last 20 plus years even though i only look 20. Uh, i have been in nashville i am really grateful to be a part of this project i'm so glad that anissa pulled us all together that we all agreed uh, to work on what is now becoming the Shiro. Um The name of my chapter, uh, and as you'll probably tell as I speak, I do think differently, I am a little different, and I fall within that category. And the name of my chapter is when you feel like a fraud, I'll say it again, when you feel like a fraud. And some of the nuggets were pieces that may resonate with you, is there are times when you have to report to a meeting. You have to pull together maybe a project. You have all these things you need to do and you do all the right things. You say all the right things, you show up to the meetings, but on the inside, you're dreading it. You wish you could go lay back down. You wish you could actually watch that movie that you've been putting off for a couple of weeks. You know all the right things to do, but. There are times when you you you're tired of putting up that um, that wall or you're tired of putting up that face uh, that is front facing for everybody else. When on the inside, you don't feel like the shiro that you really are. You still are the shiro. but you have those moments of insecurity. You have those moments of not feeling like you're enough. And so I say embrace all of that and keep moving forward. Take the time that you need to pull yourself together because you are a woman of integrity. You still meet your deadlines. The finish line uh, may be at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> you might come in like the uh, the tortoise and not the hare, but you do get it done. But don't beat yourself up. don't Don't feel like you're a fraud, even though you have those moments. You're not a fraud. You are great and you just have to remember to write down those affirmations say them to yourself find what gets you going find what inspires you so you can motivate yourself to do what you need to do and so that's kind of what that chapter is about I'm gonna stop right there on that piece of it um, Shiro to me basically means what I uh, kind of just said that you even though you may not be feeling like a shiro you might not feel like you make a difference when you stop and think about the people who say, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, wow. Your smile just lights up my day. Oh, wow. You know, when I talk to you, I feel so much better. she is not always Wonder Woman, even though, um, on the inside or when you're getting ready, sometimes you feel like Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, you, you're dressing sharp, <laughs> you're looking good. But on those days when you may not be looking or feeling that way on the outside, know that you are making a difference. And no matter the people who you think should support you may not be supporting you, or you think nobody's watching you, they're watching you. You are a shiro to the unspoken masses. You are a shero uh, to the ones who maybe can't, Uh, express themselves the way they want to. So walk in that, uh, Let well, at least for me, I let the Lord lead me and guide me and order my steps and word my mouth uh, because sometimes my thoughts don't always line up the way they need to, but I'm thankful that he gives me brand new mercies every morning and that his grace is so sufficient. So that's pretty much me and uh, I can't wait and to each of you has a copy of the book in your hands. When I tell you you're gonna be blessed,
7: believe me.
0: Wow, thanks Ebony, thanks Sherry. Let me just say this, as the coordinator of this project, um, this was my first compilation. This was my the first undertaking of this nature that I actually coordinated, let me say it that way. I have participated in anthologies in the past and I've written my own books, but this was the first time I actually coordinated a project such as this and so it takes a lot of people to bring the pieces of the puzzle together not only those who have been co-authors not not only the co-authors that are here but the others that are aren't because there are a total of 14 14 co-authors but I also had other women that were behind the scenes that added to this, this this masterpiece one of which is my mentor my publishing mentor dr. lady McLaughlin lady Norma McLaughlin dr. Norma McLaughlin to be specific and she's she's been one that was like listening ear she guided me through the process she offered me advice and of course because I'd worked closely with her as a literary counselor and mentee I I knew what I needed to do and when challenges were faced in the process of this book of of, of creating this book and finishing this book she was the listening ear so I I have to give kudos to her because she's definitely worthy of all the thanks in addition to that we have Miss Shanti Cheek another Shiro who was responsible for creating the books cover yes all women were involved in the creation of this package and I'm so excited to be able to say that and then last but certainly not least that was also our um, the first person actually to give voice to this to this project the very first person is um, to, to speak a herself <laughs> she actually wrote the forward that's Whitney Bartley of the um, host she hosts her own podcast it's called pink lemonade podcast and so when the book when we initiated this project she was the very first to offer us um, a voice we actually had an opportunity to share the excitement of starting the project so I wanted to extend thanks to those three people because they are very much they were very much instrumental in this in this project copy coming becoming um a a best selling brand let's just say it that way. So let's do this really quickly. We've got two other ladies I would love for you to hear from before we go back to our awesome host Dr. Tracy Lashley. We're going to go to the state of Mississippi with Liz or as I know her as Peggy Green. She's going to share her insight and then immediately after her, we're going to come back to the state of North Carolina and meet Miss Shiley Hendricks. So Liz, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yes, Hello? ma'am.
8: Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Yes, my, this is Peggy Green from I'm Norm. I reside now in Risley, Mississippi, and the name of my chapter is Use What You Have. And what I meant by using what you have is whatever there is in your hand to use to whether it's to make somebody else's life better or to make your life better you use that if it's a dime and someone need a piece of gum or some however whatever it might be you can use what you have in your hand and that's basically what my chapter is about as being um a single mom and having to put together the pieces of your life and now a life that you're responsible for <laughs> and taking care of and um thus far it it, ha- it, ha- it has had its trials and tribulations as life gives us anyway, but it also taught, I was able to teach my son to use what he has in his hands because we all aren't as, as fortunate as some may be, you know, but he knows now what hard work is and the results of it. And sometimes you don't always get what you put into it. Eventually you will, but they're, they're not microwavable results, you know? Um, that's basically
0: what my chapter is about. I think that's- Liz, how would you define the word Shiro? Oh, shero, I would say the
8: unstoppable individual, whether it's a man or, a well, woman, unstoppable woman, and I guess that's why it, it meshed so well with my chapter and using what you have, because that's what a shiro does um you know she might need a little baking powder for her cake you know it might be in the cabinet but she might have to go somewhere else to the store and get her vanilla and it all comes together eventually and that's what a shiro is to me doing whatever it takes whatever is necessary to be done you do it and get it done
0: that's good that is really good thanks peggy so much manshali are you ready
7: Yes, I am. Uh, so, hello, everyone. My, my name is Munch. Well, it is such a privilege. Um, my chapter is called Barren Bridges. And I wrote it because all I could think about when Dr. Short mentioned, you know, sheroes, what does it mean? All I could think of was there are people out there who have a gift, they have a dream, they have a vision, and they just don't know how to connect the dot between their dream and reality. And I wanted to share my story on how I started with absolutely nothing and no clue on how to have a business or have a kid. And now the two of those things kind of married together and birthed something beautiful. Um, it's because of connections and people that you meet um, that sometimes your business will just take off to the next level. And that happened for me in my beginning, which I covered you know, a lot in my chapter. Um, what Shiro means to me is Ashiro is a fighter. You know, we've heard from, you know, some uh, authors earlier today just talking about okay, you know, believing in yourself and, you know, using what you've got and you know, even if you feel like a frog, go for it. Um, you know, for me when I hear all of that, I think Ashiro is strong. She is a fighter. She's the person that says, "I see this obstacle and I'm still going to go for it. I see the challenges that people are throwing at me." And I'm still going to press past it. And Shiro doesn't have limitations from anyone but herself. And she does not uh, hold herself to a low standard. She holds herself to a high standard. And that is exactly what I strive to do. And I can honestly say, you know, just to add a little tidbit from uh, working with all these amazing authors on this book, I have learned a great deal. um they're to see how she's fighting in their lanes they're creating something out of nothing they're taking what they have and they constantly raise the bar and take it to another level so if you are thinking about being a Shiro or you think you might be one and you're just not sure you need this book if you say I need encouragement and I just want someone to help walk me through this where do I start how do I get there this book is for you so um thank you dr lashley for having me on and i look forward to meeting the rest of you who will become sheroes with us
0: thanks so much liz thanks so much again Manshali. listen uh, dr tracy before i turn it back over to you i just want to say this is that one of the things that um we actually wanted to convey and i hope has been conveyed in our small way is just to allow each and every woman or each and every person who reads this to understand that sheroes are around us every day everywhere we go we work with them we were raised by them and again as as the women have so beautifully um expressed we are them sometimes you know and as they read this book as they um take their time to read each and every chapter i hope they reflect on the sheroes that they have in their life and in doing so salute them because of their commitment you know they were empowered by their faith or their focus or their drive to do the indian summit to to make the pivots and the shifts that's necessary as um, i think dr michelle mentioned earlier is that we dedicated this book to the sheroes in our lives and there is a page in this book that lists each and every person that we have um, that we we acknowledge, or we wanted to acknowledge, I say, is a shero that made an impact in our life in some way. And hopefully, if all goes as planned, in the month of May, we'll be hosting. We will be hosting a becoming the sheroes um, virtual summit, and we're going to dedicate it to these women because the month of May, as you know, is Mother's Day month, and and of course, many of us listed our mothers or our grandmothers or our mother figures, and so that's another way that we're going to take this this book this project this creation and use it in a positive way to not only celebrate the sheroes in our lives, but to um, show some appreciation and and, and give them the recognition they so deserve. So thank you again, Dr. Tracy, for allowing us this window of time to share with your audience a little bit about this book. And thank you, of course, for being a part of it. We got to hear from you. You wrote a chapter too. So what do you think? (laughs) Tell us what you think. What is on your mind? What is your chapter about?
1: Well, to me, Ashiro, when I, you know, you're approaching with the, the thought of being a part of this anthology, as a matter of fact, this is my first anthology project. I had no idea what an anthology project was. So you kicked off my, um, well, actually my career with writing and publishing. So um, thank you for um, this, because if it wasn't for you, I would not have written seven books, been a part of seven books by now so my hat off to you and also my own anthology project so i'm like i'm excited about that so you are truly a blessing not a short so you are a shero to me so,
0: um, you're so, sweet. <laughs> so sweet, thank you oh, you had to say
1: something <laughs> yes what you did um was truly a blessing to not only me but i'm sure of the other ladies and anyone who reads this book, because reading the stories of these women, were like, wow, a shero is all women because we all break through chains. We all overcome something in our lives and we don't give up. So when I thought about shero, I thought about my grandmothers, my great grandmothers, my mother, even my daughters because they are overcoming. And it's like, wow, I'm seeing them become great women. And I'm seeing a little bit of my ancestors in them, which is amazing. So my chapter was Silent Breakthrough From Welfare to Wealth. And it took a lot um, for me to open up because when I tell people that I was on welfare, they look at me like, you're what? Thank God I don't look like what I've been through because ooh, I would not be here today. <laughs> so I wanted to pretty much empower other women who have who are down and out, who have no way of getting out of a situation in their minds because we can all get out. You know, I, I share my journey of how, you know, I had to form healthy habits. I had to um, build the strength. In my mind first to just get out of my situation, because I knew there was no way that God put me on this earth to be. uh, Be on welfare and ask for a handout. Now, we all need a hand up every now and then, but a handout was not what I was here for. So I had to make sure that I got out of my situation. So I provided a lot of nuggets in my chapter to help other women, you know, get out of their situation. And the last thing I said in this book, in my chapter was cheers to living full and dying empty because I refuse to go into the ground and not give everything I had while I was living. So that is my chapter and ladies, uh, oh, and uh, Miss, you want to say something real quick? <laughs> no, <laughs> I you, Tracy,
0: I think everybody has done a great job already of just, you know, sh- sh- giving everybody a peek into what the book is about. Um, they obviously they know it's about women they know it's about you know hopefully they're they've been convinced of the fact that everybody's a shero in some capacity Um, this is your platform and I just wanted to say thank you for allowing me to share this conversation with you it's um but that's it for now everybody has given their their point well let me just say this I don't know if I emphasize this, but there are a total of fourteen authors, so there are fourteen individual stories. I do the introduction, and we also have the forward written by um, Whitney Barkley Bar- with um, Papa, paparazzi, speakerazzi rather, um, the, the Pink Lemonade podcast. But there are a total of fourteen stories. Um, every story is different, but every story has a message. And so, yes, that's it for now. Everybody got to get their get their own individual copy. And so, my. My advice on even doing that is reach out to the person you know and ask them for it. That's all you got to do.
1: Yes, but before I let you ladies go, let's tell them how to get in touch with you. So you want to start soft, Dr. Sharp?
0: I can be found. Uh, one of the best ways to find me is to go on Facebook. My, um, my Facebook page, my business page is I am the work from home CEO. So if you look for that on Facebook or Instagram, that's ampersand WFHCEO. Um, my, my book and books can be found, of course, um, via Amazon, or they can just contact me through, like I said, my Facebook and my um, Instagram pages, and I can reach out to them that way as well. My cell number is area code 601-201-1979, and as the coordinator of the project, um, I can be your first point of contact if you like, and then I can I can follow you on to some of the others because I know some of the other um speakers were not able to provide their full details and had other engagements. So, but I am the first point of contact, and so I can always assist you or either direct you to one of the others. Great, okay, Monshali.
7: Thank you, Dr. Lashley. Um, You can find me just about anywhere if you go on the web to xelbooks.com. You can contact me there. You can also purchase my book there. Just click on books. Um, You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, uh, Pinterest, you name it. Just look for XEL Books, and we'll go from there.
1: Okay, Miss Cheryl.
6: Hi, thank you, Dr. Tracy. I I really appreciate it. and I think I forgot to say that earlier. So thank you so much for this opportunity today. I can be reached at Sherry's World and that spells C-H-E-R-I-E-S-W-O-R-L-D. That's sherrysworld.com, or you can uh, email info at sherrysworld.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at sherrysworldofficial and on Twitter at sherrysworld. So those are all the ways you can reach me. Or if you go to my website, all of my social media is listed there. And if you will indulge me, um, a couple of our authors... um, I had, a, had not got uh, bumped off, but I wanted to give theirs as well. Ebony Walker, you can reach her on her link tree. So that's linktr.ee, linktr.ee slash Ebony Walker. Again, that's Ebony Walker. You can reach her there. And then Michelle Van, Dr. Michelle Van, you can reach her at vantasticsolutions.com. Again, that's V as in Victor, A-N-N as in Nancy. So, fantastic, not fantastic, but fantasticsolutions.com, or you can email fantastic at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. Ms.
3: No worries. Anita.
2: <laughs> yes, the best way to reach me is by way of Facebook also, um, just uh, Facebook.com Anita Blue.
8: Okay, Ms. Liz. Yes, you can reach me um, on Facebook. My name is Peggy Green, but on Facebook, I'm Liz Green. In parentheses, it says Peggy. Right now, I don't have any other official pages. And my number is 601-790-1732.
1: Okay, and um, I am Dr. Tracy Lashley, and you can reach me on Thrive with Tracy. That's com, or go to booksbytracy.com. And the reason that we provided our individual information is because I believe we're going to sign the books. So if you want, you know, a personally signed copy of the book, you have to get it from your favorite author. So I have enjoyed you, ladies, and I thank you for being a part of our show today. I look forward to um, being in a summit. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening and we'll be back the same time, same place next week.
4: Thank you for listening to When They Hear Us, where Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley and her guests provide stories and experiences. This is also a platform for authors to encourage, empower, and equip people around the world with their voice. To learn more about Dr. Lashley and her quest to share the voice of powerful writers, go to her website at drtracylashley.info. You may also contact her by sending an email to info at drtracylashley.com. Remember to always intentionally walk in your purpose and strive to elevate to significance.